0: 101.
1: And good morning and welcome into Life Planning 101. Blakeney Hodges sitting in for Terry Slavens and Jim Kennedy, and for Angela Robinson, we have two substitutes today.
0: Yeah, well, good morning. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. We can't feel their shoes. I bet we'd make a run at it.
1: Yeah. We can at least, Terry would say, say oh, we have to bring in the B team, you know, to cover for the A team. Not saying about you, but uh, I know I'm on the B no, team on
0: this oh No, end. no, we're on the A team. <laughs> we're, the tech, we're like Texas Tech. We're coming out from
1: the yeah! bottom line. We're going to end yeah. up winning.
0: Go Raiders, And right? nobody
1: expected us to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: right. go Tech.
0: Yeah, That's awesome. awesome. That awesome. is awesome. So uh, glad to be here this morning. We're going to talk about how to reach your money goals. Uh, you know, I know <clears throat> when starting out in life, I never had any money, and I'm sure there's a lot of you out there who started out in life the same way, and you wonder, how do I get that first $500, much less $50,000 yeah. or $500,000, and, you know, it, it happens one step at a time. So what I want to think about is really just kind of the basics. uh We've got seven ideas that could possibly help you reach those goals. But, you know, I always say that uh, if you're trying to reach a goal, why aren't you already there? You know, ask yourself that question. It's a great question because, you know, obviously it's our behavior. And mm-hmm. we want to try to change our behavior so we can create new disciplines. So we're going to get back to the basics. It involves knowing how many dollars we have, what we have in current assets. So add up everything you have. Next thing you got to add, add up is how much you owe, which is your debt, especially what you, and then especially what you spend your money on, what you normally spend every month, and then you have, you know, things you have to spend money on and things you just want to spend money. Yeah. On. So, let's talk about spending patterns. Recognize that you need to change if you're ever going to have money, and only you can do it. Mm-hmm. No one else. I mean, we'll give you all kinds of tools. You can read about it. You can say you're going to do it, but only you can do it. So it, it, takes, it takes an effort. And then what can you change, and then what will you change? So I always like to say it's like coulda, woulda, and when, you know. And so all these things can vary dramatically. Second idea is you got to have a dream. Uh, I always say don't let anybody tell you no. No one knows you, your dreams. You're the only one that has them. But make it big, and then dream it, but then you got to believe it. And you got to look at the pros and the cons, and then you ask yourself, you know, that same question: Could I do it? Could I do that? Second is would I? So what does would I mean? What I means would I change so I could? If I could, then you know, and I would. Then when's the best time to start? But if I could and I wouldn't, does it really matter? It really no. does. It doesn't yeah.
1: matter. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, yes, I, I see what you're
0: saying. Yeah. No, it does not. <laughs> yeah, so I've got to decide that it's my dream, and I could, and I would. And I'm, and when's the best time to start? And it's today, you know, right now. And you have to challenge yourself to change your dreams. You have to change your thoughts. And you have to change how you're going to accumulate that money. And uh, it's one step at a time. The next thing is share, your, share those goals with someone. Preferably your spouse, a partner, someone that you trust to help you be held accountable and also perhaps be accountable to each other. Because if you work as a team, we all know we're going to get more done. Mm-hmm. So do, you, do we really need that? Do we really have to do that? You know, remind, reminding each other that, hey, we could do this different. You know, we could make changes that's going to help us financially. We all know that progress starts by telling the truth. But who do we have to tell it to first? And sometimes that truth's pretty brutal. So yeah. you know, we we just have to really sit down. What I call sit in the corner, think about it, and get down to where we want to be. We have to be realistic about what's working and what's not working. And uh, a lot of times, we always say, "I don't understand why." Well, we got to go back to wh- why you why you did it in the first place mm-hmm. and what you're actually doing. And maybe this is where you get help. You know, uh, we're, we call ourselves advisors, financial advisors, and, and uh, <clears throat> life planning advisors. But sometimes you need some outside perspective. It might be from someone you respect. You may hire someone like us. It might be your mom and dad. I know we don't always like to listen to them. But, you know, you have to remember everyone that's older than you and a lot of times even younger you have had different experiences and like us, we not only have our experiences, we have every experience of every client we've ever dealt with. Yeah. So think about all the ideas that people have to save money. Yeah. You know, there's some great ideas out there, but you have to be willing to, to want to listen and you have and to make, be, the and make the changes, make the changes. <laughs> that's right. So that outside perspective is very, very important. I'll tell the story. We, when I was very, very young, we never really got to go on vacations, but when I was when as as a very young youngster, I wanted to go on vacations to take my family on vacations. Mm-hmm. Well, I found out kind of why mom and dad didn't take us on vacations. They're expensive. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. So uh, <clears throat> we went, and the first time I went, my kids liked to broke me because every time you go in a restaurant, what do they do?
1: they want to play the games and stuff
0: yeah or the most expensive thing on the menu back then you or
1: know. get a dr pepper
0: right you right. know a
1: family of four you can save about ten dollars if you just get water off that's, of your bill
0: you just stole my story i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> no that's exactly right the, you know so I, what i did is i made a deal with them i said we're going to go out to eat now this is a long time ago yeah so you can imagine Aaron and angela and, uh, and garrett and we'd go into a restaurant. I'd look at the menu and I'd say, "This is all I'm going to give you." Back then, you could eat a lunch for like five bucks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. And I said, "If you'll order water instead of tea, I'll give you the dollar," because I remember back when we used to pay quarter for a glass yeah. of tea. Now it went to a dollar. And that, you know, again, that I was, mean,
1: now it's like it's in between two two fifty. That's right. Yeah. So
0: just think about it. You give the kids the option. I'm going to give you the money. It's to the restaurant or the the place that we're going to eat. And then you only get to spend $5 on your meal. So anything you eat less than $5, I'll give you the difference. Yeah. Okay, so what they do... They ordered a grilled cheese sandwich and a glass of water, and I was giving them $5 because a grilled cheese back then was a buck. And then and so that's $4, and I gave a dollar for drinking water. That was $5. Yeah. But guess what? They and they were, got
1: their water intake.
0: And they got plenty to plenty, eat, <laughs> and they had money to spend for what, something that was really important. Yeah. So think about how much money we spend just because— It's there, so Mm I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. But that, but the food is just, you know, it's it's amazing how much money that we that we spend on food. Yeah. Uh, So that fourth ideal is, you had to think about where am I at, how did I get here, and I normally didn't get here overnight, and you're not going to change overnight. We don't just walk in and say I'm going to save five hundred dollars a month. You know, I'm I'm if I'm not saving anything, I'd be lucky to save twenty five dollars a month and then 50, then 100. So you had to consider your, your savings patterns, just like your spending patterns. You got to start small and then increase it. And a great place to start is, is with that food we just talked about and how we spend money on food. Do you cook at home or do you eat out? And how many times do we eat out? And then when we look at the menu, what are we ordering off that menu? Everything we really need or what we want. And if you eat out a lot, try to do it less often. And think about how you could do that, um, and consider this: the menus that you all, that you see today. Is, I've noticed this; they're all meals. You notice the the menu boards. It's a meal deal. Like
1: combos.
0: Combos. Yeah. And remember back in the day, you could order one item. Mm-hmm. And do I need that combo? Do I need those extra fries? Do I need that big Beans Coke?
1: And or, yeah. Can
0: I drink water? Can that save me money? So if I ordered individually, and I, and I know now when I go to a place, I ask. I just want this. And I ask how much it is. Because sometimes it's just as expensive as the, the yeah. deal, meal, but most of the time it's not. So be sure you ask and find out what it's going to cost you. I mean, how many people in the world go in a place of business and never ask what something's going to cost and expect to save money?
1: Yeah, nobody. Well, I mean, there may be some, but you shouldn't do that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we should always know what we're going to spend and how much we're going to spend it all. So you might want to change the habits and look at what those extra costs are and then look at how you could save just on that one thing of how you eat yeah meals. one
1: thing it adds up so, well let's take a quick break but we will be back so keep it tuned right here to KTX and kwby welcome 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 back in life planning 101 KTX and kwby Blakeney hodges sitting in for uh, terry Slavens, and jim kennedy sitting in for angela robinson and this is segment two and of course Talking about money. That's right. Saving money. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, let's keep talking a little bit about this taking the baby steps. That the fourth idea that we was talking about food. And, you know, another idea is uh, as you go to the grocery store, how many of us just go to the grocery store and grab a basket and start around the you know, the aisles there? Mm-hmm. But 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 uh I think it's kind of been proven if you take a list with you then, and you only go after what's on the list. Yeah. Now we're going to obviously see things in there that we, oh, we know that we've left off. Like, or, oh,
1: that should have been on my that list. That should yeah. have been on
0: your list. But so many times we kind of gaze at what's on the shelves and say, oh man, I want to really try that, you know, and we just grab that and throw it in the basket. And then, I mean, if you go look at your pantry or look in your cabinets, how many of those things, it's been there for more than a month. You yeah. Know? And did you really need it? Did you really yeah. want it? And water, we talk about drinking water today. You know, we all used to drink water out of a faucet. And today we seem to have this idea we don't need to do that anymore. And probably so. Maybe there's so many things going on. But could we buy a container that actually filters that water and drink that rather than buy water? And how many times do we, we're, right now we're spending a lot of money just on buying water when we can buy a filtration system one time. And then drink that water, and even carrying the containers with water, you know with us instead of actually buying water when we go out to eat, so a lot of times people will stop at a fast food place and get a bottle of water. what does that bottle of water cost at that fast food compared if you brought your own? Mm-hmm. it you know, to
1: two dollars, probably yeah,
0: so at the end of the day, when you look at the savings, you know and again, this is where you go back let's go back to number one, you write it down, you see how much you're spending on it. And could I change? Could I make a decision to, to do something a little bit different? So you know these things all add up. and if you don't do it, you'll never know how much they're going to add up to because everyone has different spending habits. The other thing is automate your savings and decide to do that through your payroll. Most people get a paycheck and so of some type. And uh, even if you're self-employed, automate what you want to save every month. Put that money back. Have it go in a weekly if you get paid weekly, bi-weekly, or, or monthly, but save often, and the more you save, the more you're going to have. So have a good friend, and uh, we got this saying from her, but she says, the more you do it, the more you'll do it. And he yeah. thinks about it. The more you do it, the more you'll do it. So the more you concentrate on saving, mm-hmm. the more you're going to save. The yeah. more you concentrate on spending of how you spend, the more you're going to concentrate on that rather than just automatically throwing something in that basket, automatically drive it, going through a drive through getting the basket, doing those type of things. So it's got to be a conscious effort that we want to save money. And we know it works because we've seen people that uh, when they work on their budget for the whole year, at the end of the year, they won't be off $100. In the whole year,
1: man, that's crazy. Yeah. All they're all all expenses,
0: all expenses, and all income. There will be a hundred to a thousand dollars difference at the. That's crazy. Yeah, because guess what? They kept good records. Yeah. They wrote down what they spent. You know what your electric bill is going to be. Yeah. You know you know what your house payment is. You know what your insurance cost is. You know all these things, but if you don't keep up with it, mm-hmm. you're not going to know what the outcome is going to be. So all these things add up and they do work. That's you know, we we've seen people that on very, very modest incomes have a million dollars sitting in the bank. Now how'd they get that? You know, they got that one paycheck at a time.
1: You yeah. know, they took
0: those baby steps and started saving, they started looking at what they spent money on, they were able to, to do that one step at a time and now they have they're millionaires you know yeah. how many of you'd like to have a million dollars sitting in a bank and i don't mean a million dollars in assets i mean <laughs> a million cash. dollars in cash they could go cash that out so yeah. what an awesome feeling and there's nothing better to know when you write that last check and pay off that car would mm-hmm. just think about how you would feel if you had the, the dollars that you wanted in the in that bank and uh When I worked in the bank years ago, I had a customer come up one day, and this is back when I first started. And uh, he said he was a business owner. And I was asking him how he he got to be where he was at because I was impressed with him. I was young and wanted to be just like him. And he says, well, you got to save, save, save. And he said, this is is in the 70s. He says, when you have $200,000 in the bank, you write your check. You get to do what you want. You get to make the decisions. And that really stuck with me because i said, wow, how do I ever, ever get $200,000 Yeah. So take these steps and you'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Order water That's <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I feel like this is a good a good place to break. You want to break and yeah, we come back, we'll move along through the, the yep, remaining seven. Okay. Keep it tuned right here. It's uh, on KATX and KWBY Life Planning 101. Welcome, welcome, welcome back into the third and final segment this morning of Life Planning 101 right here on KATX, KWBY. Blakeney Hodges with you joined by Jim Kennedy and we are continuing on through um, ways you can save money and even just starting small. And we're not talking about, oh, you, you know, yeah, you need to save $20,000 this year. It's small ways that you can start out that add up.
0: Right, uh, right. Even if you can save 2000 or $200, yeah. That's, you know, yeah. Just a one, $1 at a time will add up over time. So, mm-hmm. so that's exactly right. So <clears throat> let's talk about something that uh, we know is in life that we don't like, but we all probably have to do it to get ahead. I always say there's good debt and bad debt. Mm-hmm. Okay, good debt is something that you're going to own, it's going to build equity, that over time you'll have more money. Then there's bad debt. You know, buy something I don't really need. And if I buy that at the end of the term, what's it worth? It's probably going to be worth less. Maybe we're worth nothing, you know? So, vacation, for example, is a great thing to have. But if you borrowed money to go do it, Mm -hmm. you'd have the memories, but you have nothing in return. For that. So you know, really need to be saving to go on vacation, not put not borrowing to go on vacation. Yeah. And sometimes that does happen. I know yeah. people people do that. So, you know, a lot of people will say, Oh, I've got a savings account. So well, tell me what that money's for. Well, it's to pay my insurance when it comes to you. It's to pay go on vacation. So that's really not a savings account. That's a saving to spend account. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with a savings.
1: <laughs>
0: so we can save to spend, but we need to have a savings account for emergencies. Yeah. For, you know, if something happens, where in the world's that money gonna come from? Mama, dad, or uncle, aunt, brother, sister are the bank, you know. Yeah. And none of them are good. So we don't we don't want to be look looking at it, debt as the way to get ahead. In certain ways. Real estate, barring against that, maybe something produces income. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But just to go out and create debt because we want something. Again, is this something I really need or is this something I just want? So it's important. So today when folks make a large purchase, they don't often consider the payout of that period of time. So I see cars today, 72 months, 84 months, you know. 84, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, so you... You know, mm-hmm. you'll see mobile mobile homes, uh, travel trailers. I mean, it's ten years. I mean, it's amazing how far that those those reach out. But at the end of term, what's that vehicle going to be worth? And if I need to trade in the midterm, you know, do I have any equity?
1: Yeah. A really
0: good chance I won't. Then I'm upside down. hmm And uh, you really, I don't. I firmly believe you should never finance anything that's gonna that that wears out over forty eight months. And yeah. because 48 months is four years, you'll build up some equity in it and you will have, you'll have some trade in value. Yeah. If anything over that, it's very possible, you will not have any trade in value and then you're upside down and you can't get out of it. So if you have a husband, and wife, for example, one of them loses their job, they needs to sell one of their vehicles mm-hmm. and they, they owe more against it than what it's worth. What are they going to do? You They're know, still
1: going to have to pay on it even yeah. after, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's not a good thing. So you, you always want to uh, look at that debt. You know, I know a lot of times business owners, for example, go buy a piece of equipment and instead still talking to someone like us about what they could do to get some write-offs for the year. Mm-hmm. At the end of that term, when the equipment's four or five years old, is it going to be worth what you paid for it? No. It's going to be a devalued of that piece of equipment. And it, 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 appreciation is... On it there's none there's zero mm-hmm. so if you'd invest the money could get the same deduction at least you'd have the money and you didn't lose anything even if you made zero yeah you still have your money the other if the, if the piece of equipment's wore out or wore down you get less yeah so again getting help you know asking for help and things that it's not normally what you do is always a good thing and you and it doesn't hurt to ask more than one. Second thing is use credit cards wisely don't charge anything you can't pay off credit card interest is extremely expensive and you need to study your credit cards see what they're what they're doing for you and make sure you're not paying too much interest if you actually have to pay that out Mm -hmm. so bad habits are usually the most expensive thing that we have yeah and um it could be better served if we you know set those goals and just uh, during the commercial break, we were talking about, you know, you want to make all you can, you want to save all you can, you want to give all you can. Because mm-hmm. that makes you feel good, and not for, not only that you made, made money, but you, but you saved money, but you also gave money. Yeah. And those things are always good. Uh, bad habits don't just involve eating too much junk food, drinking, smoking, all the bad habits we have. But it's also living in a disposable society that we live in today people look at something and say i don't want that anymore just throw it away yeah wow is that expensive yeah. yeah i've never seen like what it's like today i mean we just think we don't we're tired of looking at it and we go replace it you see it all the time with cars i'm tired of the cars uh the grocery shopping remember those things do i really need it right now it might save you more than you ever realized by just going through a few of these ideals of you know is this necessary? It's a great question. Is it something I really need? Is it something I really want? Mm-hmm. But do I, you know, do I need it? That's a big, big thing. So the final step is review your recurring monthly expenses, and you might look at those things like uh, credit cards, your membership fees for all your TV, Netflix, Sling, all the things that we're paying for. <laughs> and when you consider those spending habits, you know, look at the baby steps. Be be honest. Be specific. Share your goals. Let go of the bad habits, review those monthly expenses, write down the goals, share them with someone else, review what you did last month, compare it to this month, and then look at it quarter by quarter, and you will save money. Mm-hmm. It's uh, It's proven over and over again, the more awareness that you have mm-hmm. of every dollar that goes out, and every dollar that comes in, and every dollar of debt, and setting down And looking at it in a wise manner is just going to be nothing but beneficial for you. And we call that living life on purpose, not by default.
1: Yeah. Living life on purpose always makes me think of Life
0: Planning 101. Yeah. Well, at
1: Kennedy Financial Services. Let's give your website and phone number before we wrap up in the next eh, 30 seconds. Yeah. So in case anybody wants to reach out to you guys.
0: Yeah, it's uh, kennedy-financial.com. Mm-hmm. So just uh, be glad to put put something out on the, um, since anything to us to ask us, and we'll be glad to answer those questions for you. And uh, we just want we want everyone to be successful, no matter where they're at, what they're doing. You know, it breaks our heart to know that, gosh, if we you know, could have helped anyone during their past to have more when they really need it most, it's, that's the most important thing.
1: Absolutely. Good things. All good things. Life Planning 101, that's a wrap for this week. Thanks for joining us.